Hello, and thanks for coming along to And We Have an Office Dog, the digital agency podcast where we talk to agency owner directors and learn more about what makes them tick. From the things that make them similar to the things they'd rather have known sooner, where they've had success, and where they've learned some hard lessons. All will be revealed with your host, Chris Simmons, the agency coach, and he'll be talking to a different awesome agency person in each episode, asking them four questions and seeing where the conversation takes us over the next 25 minutes. Okay, so let us begin. Over to you, Chris. Thanks, voiceover guy. And on the podcast again, we have Andy from Adido. How are you doing? I'm very well, Chris. Thanks for inviting me back on again. Well, you were lucky to be back on again because the first time we tried to record this, you joined from the car. So, <laughs> apologies. I was uh, I was trying my best, but it wasn't to be that day. It wasn't, but we're here now. So, for those who are naughty and have skipped season one and don't know who you are still, tell us all about you, what your role is, and what Adido do. Um, what do Adido do? So, we are a... Uh, still, I would say a full-service digital marketing agency. Um, and whilst that may sound a bit old or a bit um, crap these days, we genuinely are. Um, we do have, um, I guess, two teams which cover website build to very technical, um, very large scale. And we do have an in-house um, digital marketing team of SEO, PPC and analytics. So that's what we do. Um, this July the 1st, as well as it being Google Analytics 4-day, it's also our 20th year of trading as a limited company, so um, a big incredible. milestone and one that... Can I have a party? Um, we haven't even talked about that yet, we're too busy doing work, but uh, <laughs> um, we'd like to really try and do something to celebrate, certainly. So yeah, big milestone um, and yeah, we, we, um, we're, we're quite happy, I think, where we are at the moment, so things are reasonably good. Awesome. And full service, uh, like you say, websites and seo or is it, it, it what, what else is inside that mix um the digital marketing team is predominantly search um we do um some display work we do some social paid ads um someone asked me the other day do you can you have me with my social posting no no to me that's not really um of that much value it's a good brand activity but it doesn't drive leads yeah. so it's about performance marketing i guess in a in a higher level nutshell so since we last spoke, what have mm. been some of the kind of key developments inside the agency in the last year? Um, well, we've hired um, a few more people. We've lost a few people. Um, in the last 12 months, we've lost our biggest client, um, which has been a bit of a shock. Um, many agencies I've spoken to in the past have had two or three big clients that are 50, 80% of their revenue. And I've, over the years, we've always avoided that. Until about three years ago, we had a client that was about 30% of our revenue mm. um, tied up in one one um, PA and one invoice and uh, end of last year they went to a big um, pitch uh, we went in for the pitch we didn't succeed in the pitch um, and reading between the lines I think there's some internal changes politics going on which meant we didn't get it so um, this year so then obviously been a big focus on um, pushing sales pushing marketing pushing our, our brand if you like um, in more people's faces in the nicest possible way 
um, and be a bit more proactive with sales and marketing rather than um, having a bit of a nice comfort blanket of a nice big client giving us lots of work yeah, and nice. money repeatedly. So it's been a bit of a wake-up call, um, but one that I'm enjoying the challenge of trying to figure out how do we become more relevant to people, I guess. Obstacles become opportunities, don't they? And 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 it seems to be working because I see either you or Adido branded uh, content almost everywhere at the minute. So um, if I'm seeing it, then then I'm guessing a lot of other people must be seeing it as well. Unless I you're only getting, so. unless you're only getting like four impressions, and that one of them is me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that that has been a bit of a wake up there. Um, we have made a change to our marketing because um, as much as we love to promote the Adido brand ultimately is the people behind the brand in an agency yeah. and um, certainly we've taken a bit more of an approach of I'm a bit more of a face rather than the company as a face because you post something as Adido you might get you know 15 views on LinkedIn if I post something you might get 150 or 500 mm. um, and certainly that's been a, a wake-up goal secondly we've had a really really great PPC lady join us who has our own sort of side uh, business um, and she's shown some of the numbers about how um, if you promote yourself regularly enough the algorithms will like you enough and it'll start to sort of snowball and or fly well or whatever it is so um, that's been another learning and another thing we're trying to put into place nice um, so season three we'll find out how well it's gone yeah what's this space <laughs> and don't get annoyed at me in the next 12 months <laughs> yeah I often worry about that and I think the mm. echo chamber of the digital marketing uh, digital agency community makes it feel worrisome um but then you yeah i don't know if you know this but um according to uh just linkedin sales navigator for example um people who on linkedin identify as a leadership person so someone who owns or runs an agency in the english speaking world or identifies as having english as a fluent language how many people do you think there may well be that just leaders of agencies oh Goodness me, uh, hundreds of thousands, millions, I don't know. Yeah, about 890,000. And that's wow. not including any of the staff they may hire or any of those kinds of uh, things. Obviously, take it with a semi-pinch of salt because some of those people might actually be freelance or whatever uh, whatever else. But yeah. I, remind my, I remind myself of that every single time I post something which I worry that it will annoy someone that they see it. And for those that do see me a lot and do see Andy a lot, You've got the mute button, mate. So, <laughs> uh, um, so in the last year, I know that there's been a huge amount of changes in the last year from uh, in the sector, from people-related things to tech-related things. What was one of the kind of big industry things that you've seen evolve in the last year, and um, what are your plans around either tackling or making it out of an making opportunity out of it? Um, I mean. Going back 12 months is quite hard. I can't remember what we were thinking or doing this time 12 <laughs> months ago, to be frank, and I struggle even to have remember last week. But the thing that's been on everybody's lips in the last three months is the whole sort of the GPT, the AI thing. Um, and I'm taking a bit more of an interest in it. Um, mm. There's been a lot of talk in the last month about how Google's now dead and everyone's going to be using Bing and the world's changed forever and this is groundbreaking stuff. Um, that's total nonsense, absolute BS. People are not going to stop using Google tomorrow. Um, but it definitely opens up a conversation of, well, what does the future look like? How do I present myself online? Mm. Um, and that's what we just said about me being more of a face or more of a voice. Um, 
if we are asking more questions to the algorithms, then historically or to date, they look backwards, they don't look forward and say, I don't know how you get an AI that's um, authoritative on the future necessarily. So for me, like that's part of this maybe longer term trade-off of mm. there's a convenience with the AI, but it doesn't necessarily give you all the answers and you want a human voice or human authority. So I'm pushing into that as a sort of uh, hedging of bets. But um, it's definitely changed how I do some of my work in terms of um, putting presentations together. Like I now no longer search on Google Images for half an hour to find that one picture. I just type it in a box and it, you know, you wait 60 seconds, it gives it you six options and that's fantastic. Mm. So um, do we use that for um, pushing content out? Do we use it for idea generation? I spoke to one of our team yesterday about um, they're a content writer and it's a new topic, right? So how do you approach that? Well, I might ask the tool first to give me some suggestions and some ideas mm. and it stops the blank piece of paper there being a bit more of a, right, where do I start? Um, yeah. So I think it's there's going to be a big adaption this year, adoption this year um, and adaptation. So how to think about how do we use these things and are they actually beneficial? Are they actually worthwhile? Um, and where do they fit in? And I don't think, again, there's so much polarization everywhere across the world, but it's either dead or it's completely alive, but it's going to be somewhere in the middle and we're going to have to try and figure out you yeah. as a SEO person or you as a designer or developer, like, can you just use this to save you half an hour? Can you use this to save you three days? You know, mm. test and learn and play and hopefully we'll figure out. We're not going to lose thousands of jobs overnight, but the jobs will change. Yeah, and I think the one thing which I, um, I'm i seeing and hearing from a lot of uh, agency leaders is there's a uh, head in the sand kind of it will be fine, everything's okay kind of mindset when... Um, you're right, things aren't going to suddenly change. And, and I, I think, I, I agree with you, you're absolutely right, search and SEO and things like that aren't dead. I think that the the way that we adapt to them is certainly going to need to change. And that will mean that roles will change. That will mean that clients will need different communication. Reporting will certainly change. And quite a lot of the repetitive doing tasks will will soon essentially disappear because they can be done at scale and relatively automated. So... Tool, the tools will 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 certainly help with a lot of the uh, the heavier lifting. Um, I think what's um, what what worries me somewhat is the 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 current nature of agencies being relatively bottom heavy in terms of uh, the 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 role base, and quite a lot of those roles are focused around doing essentially. And I'm sorry if you are an exec and you are listening to this because if you love SEO and you love digital marketing, um, there is a good future ahead. But if you're doing repetitive um, tasks that are essentially advanced admin, yeah. um, then you need to upskill and you need your team to upskill because those roles won't exist. Yeah. Um, the uh, the the um, the availability of of, um, of of all of this scale is, mm -hmm. is going to be open to everyone. I saw a really mm -hmm. incredible app the other day where you give it a brief and it will design your UI in Figma for an app or something like that now mm. that means that the barrier to entry for a mum and pop bakery down the road to having their own app to order things mm. is is way lower than it ever used to be which is fantastic yeah kind of democratizes that tech that everyone kind of thought would happen in the in the in the in the short term but that in of itself is going to change how clients want things and how clients react and you're going to the agency is going to have to to adapt and i think 
you 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 sound like you're you know you are thinking about it quite deeply and 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 I think that's great and there's quite a lot of agency leaders that are just it's nothing will change and we'll be fine. But I, I, yeah, and with every evolution comes loss. And if you lose agencies in a recession, or if you lose people or to technology, then those people didn't adapt effectively. Yeah, the way I'm trying yeah. to nicely say it, um, yeah. rather than going, "Well, you should bloody listen, mate." But um, <laughs> I, I think uh, I think there's a lot of a lot that we all have to learn through this change. Um, in the same way that people went from print to you know websites. It's not a thing that happens overnight. You have to figure out what works for you, where the limitations of these tools are. Just because I can create an app from an idea that I have in my head doesn't mean it's going to be good. doesn't mean it's actually going to work. You know, so there's a whole load of things that seem good on the surface, but until we've actually played around with it and got a form of expert opinion, um, it's going to be hard to necessarily know if it's yeah. good or bad. Agreed. And so... Oh, with that in mind and with your um, the major changes in the agency in the last year, what do you think has been like a key thing that you've sort of personally or say professionally developed in the last, uh, that that you've taken into that leadership position? Um, I mean, it's, it's been hard again. We've had another year working from home, working remotely. I think we've all, I think we've now properly adapted to working as an agency pretty much remote first. Um, so that's been a good learning and trying to then think about how do we balance you know people's convenience of working from home with actually working collaboratively and working as a team so we've um we've adapted that um and i think we are pretty good on that aspect um i know some agencies have forced everybody back and there's been issues with that or gone completely remote it's worked for us um as i say going back to the so the the idea of how do we promote us and promote our um expertise with 20 years experience mm -hmm. um I've started to look at automation of tools, so um, email automations. We're looking at, um, we've invested in a company called Force24, which is a good email marketing platform. How do we use that more effectively? Um, how do we use LinkedIn more effectively? So there's automation tools, which I've set up on that, which I'm playing around with, and it's been really good um, mm. to, I guess, go back to what we're saying as the general theme here is to streamline work rather than me mm. sitting down and punching out 50 messages, type the message and, and get it out there. Um, and just be a bit more proactive. I think, you know, thing that we've learned, thing we want to do more of is, is to be more proactive to try and find the people that we can really add value to. Yeah. Um, as I say, rather than just have the work that comes in. And I think that's something I've always wanted to do, aspired to do, never had the time. So use the tools, now use the tools to make that happen and um, uh, live in the 21st century rather than, you know, doing everything about how it should be done properly. And, um, and that's not and that possible. And how 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 has that um, uh, realization slash um, reflection felt uh, in terms of what letting go of things or automating? Yeah. Things? So the automating of things naturally is quite hard when you want things to be done a specific and certain way because you do have to compromise yeah. a lot. But yeah. the 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 mindset shift around kind of letting go of some stuff, especially in leadership positions at an agency that you've built and it's a long it's it's long standing. It it's um the it, it, it how how did it feel to to sort of get to that point? Um, it is hard at first, but um I guess 
I've been through this sort of evolution a few times before where I was doing all of the SEO and then we had to hire people and then, well, I'll do it a bit like this. And then you sort of have an epiphany one day and go, well, I can try and micromanage or stop them from doing certain tasks in a certain way. Yeah. Ultimately, it's the output, which is more important. Um, so when we've had to, you know, work with teams remotely or do things differently, I've sort of got used to that discomfort i guess of yeah it doesn't feel necessarily how i would do it but trust the process and ultimately trust the people um, yeah. and the people we have um as i say we hired a few really good people last year um very happy with the team as it currently is and you know if things go slightly of course we correct it rather than trying to control it from day yeah. on i think being comfortable in uncomfortable situations is sadly something that we all have to um uh deal with as leaders as leaders in digital agencies so yeah. fast forward uh an entire 12 months and we're we're talking again uh hopefully um what's the core focus for adido um for the next 12 months what's the if we say um what's that one thing that i'm gonna hold you to account for next year um well uh i guess a number of things one is to keep up the um the content production making sure that that's that's sustained and consistent because i've had bursts like this in the past and after two or three months you know big project comes in i need to work on this pitch doesn't happen etc etc so yeah number one i'd like to just make sure that i am consistent um and stick to the task um number two the thing we're going to be famous for um is for google analytics 4 which um, we talked about before we press mm. record but uh, we've done a huge amount of investment in learning about the platform, looking at the platform, understanding why it is the way that it is, the challenges that come with that, and trying to educate people about this isn't what you're used to, this is something very different, and here are the reasons why and what you're going to have to learn. Uh, and then the final one um, is really honing down on our travel niche and our travel sector, which we've um, picked up again on i guess in the last mm. six to 12 months um we made again a reasonable investment in terms of trying to push into the sector pre-covid covid happened i mean far too many people lost their jobs unfortunately um with the fallout now things come back to normal um we've done some good content pieces we've been featured in publications trying to build an authority mm. in and in that particular sector um is my one of our big goals so um yeah, but you can be a general agency or you can be very specific. And I think the specific specificness of what we've done and are doing um, will pay dividends in, in 12 months' time. So, fingers crossed. Yeah. It, I, and uh, knowing knowing how, um, uh, knowing you and your agency, I, I don't doubt that we'll be having a positive conversation on that next year. Fingers Thanks crossed. very much for coming for a second time. No worries, Chris. Thanks for inviting me. And um, yeah, thanks for um, everything you've done. In the next episode, we'll be revisiting another agency leader and see how their last year has been. But in the meantime, thanks very much for listening. Ah, ah.